You can spend tonight with family or an elementary school. You guys suck for making me do this. But it's not going to be as wholesome as you'd expect. Oh, yeah. Trying out cursing, you know, see how it goes. I'm Jared Hall from Entertainment Weekly, and here's what to watch on Wednesday, February 7th. We're counting down today's top three must-see picks from TV and movies. But first, your entertainment headlines. The magic of Anne Rice's TV universe keeps growing. On Tuesday, AMC announced a ton of intel at the Television Critics Association Winter Press Tour regarding new seasons of Interview with the Vampire and Mayfair Witches, as well as a third series that is currently in development to expand what is now officially dubbed the Anne Rice Immortal Universe. Interview with the Vampire will return for Season 2 on Sunday, May 12th. Breaking Bad and Suits alum David Costabile is joining the cast as a guest star in the role of Leonard, a seasoned TV personality who has a run-in with Malloy. Meanwhile, Mayfair Witches has begun production on an eight-episode second season in New Orleans with some new cast additions, Alyssa Jarrells, Ted Levine, and Thora Birch. And AMC is now developing a potential third series with the same universe. Written and executive produced by John Lee Hancock, the new show is based on Rice's fictional secret society, The Order of the Talamasca, which is featured in several of her novels as psychic detectives who investigate and monitor supernatural beings. No other details, including the show's title or cast, has been revealed. Actor and TV personality Mario Lopez is joining the family. The Great American Family. Lopez has signed a multi-picture, multi-year deal with Great American Media, with a focus on showcasing diverse talent in front of the camera. The former Saved by the Bell heartthrob is set to play a major part in Great American Christmas this October, according to the network, which is also home to fellow 90s TV teen dreams Danica McKellar and Candace Cameron Bure. Lopez's first project will be a holiday film in which he'll star alongside wife and Broadway star Courtney Lopez. A crew member working on Marvel's upcoming TV series, Wonder Man, has died after an accident on set. The crew member was working as a rigger at Radford Studio Center in Los Angeles on Tuesday when he fell from the rafters. Yahya Abdul-Mateen II is starring in Wonder Man as comic book hero Simon Williams, a Hollywood actor and stuntman who gains superpowers. The series was created by Hawkeye's Andrew Guest and Shang-Chi and The Legend of the Ten Rings director Destin Daniel Cretton, and Ben Kingsley is expected to reprise his role as failed actor Trevor Slattery. A release date has not yet been announced for Wonder Man, but it's one of several Marvel projects in the works for Disney+. And Toby Keith, the seven-time Grammy-nominated country music superstar whose songs included As Good As I Once Was, should have been a cowboy, the divisive courtesy of the Red, White, and Blue, and his career-high hit Red Solo Cup, died Monday evening following a two-year battle with stomach cancer. He was 62. Keith launched his career in 1993 with Should Have Been a Cowboy, which hit number 93 on the Billboard Hot 100 and laid the foundation for a career that would solidify him as a leading genre act for the next several decades, including an impressive streak that saw every one of his singles released between 2000 and 2009 land a position on the American charts. His breakthrough Top 40 song came in 1999 with the release of How Do You Like Me Now? 
two years before he'd stir controversy over the release of his September 11th-inspired single, Courtesy of the Red, White, and Blue, with many, including The Chicks lead singer Natalie Maines, taking issue with the song's lyrics, while others embraced its seemingly patriotic message. In addition to his Grammy-nominated career in music, Keith also acted in several film and TV projects over the years, including the 2006 drama film Broken Bridges and the 2008 comedy Beer for My Horses, which he wrote and starred in following the success of his 2003 Willie Nelson duet of the same name. For more on all of these stories, plus other news, reviews, interviews, and more, head on over to EW.com. You may want to check the Department of Health grade outside the lunchbox before your next meal. For our number three pick today, we're heading back to Lanford, Illinois to visit the Connors. In the season premiere, Jackie is excited to spot the host of Restaurant 911, played by guest star Nick Offerman. Now, his show pops into poorly run restaurants to help get the kitchen back on track, though she doesn't realize that she might be the proprietor of their next poorly run restaurant. Here's a preview. We've got a big problem. What else is new? You guys suck for making me do this. You're a cynical, negative, glass-half-empty crank. (laughs) Hey, when you become a therapist, charge less than the others. For a new boyfriend, the ante is $25. Dan, I'm going to take all your money and your daughter. Only half of that bothers me. This place is going under. Jackie didn't order napkins, so we're stuck using toilet paper. I love restaurant 911. The way he goes off on clueless restaurant owners and they don't see it coming. What's he doing here? Something you don't see coming. I have worked my off to make this place a success. I believe that. I'm pretty sure I found bits of your in the sink trays. <laughs> well, it's not just a Nick Offerman guest appearance you heard in the trailer. Sean Astin returns this season as Tyler, Becky's latest love interest, along with John Goodman, Sarah Gilbert, Alicia Gorenson, and the rest of the Connors. You can find out how the family weathers their latest set of storms when season six of the Connors debuts tonight at eight on ABC and is available to stream tomorrow on Hulu. It's trivia time. In the original Roseanne series, Johnny Galecki played David, Darlene's moody boyfriend and later husband, and even later ex-husband. And when he returned in the Connors, he was dating Blue, played by Juliette Lewis. Lewis and Galecki have some prior history, appearing as a brother and sister in what pre-2000s movie? Natural Born Killers. Cape Fear, or National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation? Stick around for the answer. Number two. Guy Fieri is serving up an appetizer to whet your appetite. His Tournament of Champions is about to return for its fifth season. But before that happens, we're getting a special installment of the reality cooking competition. Tournament of Champions, the qualifiers, pits 16 chefs against each other in an attempt to grab one of just four open spots in the Tournament of Champions bracket. Think of it as TV cooking's version of the NBA play-in tournament. Here's a preview. This is the most difficult competition in the culinary world. Not every chef wants to come back to TOC. 
Not every chef wants to come to TOC in the first place. This is tough. Winning this is everything. I've competed on a lot of culinary competitions, but this is the mega one. Four women have won Tournament of Champions, and they all come together for TOC 5. To be a champion here, you have to beat a champion. They'll have to contend with 28 other powerhouse opponents, and they must all face the most dreaded culinary device ever created the randomizer. I'm in competition with myself 100% of the time, and the randomizer is just an addition to that. You have to go in and perform at the top of your game every single round that you're in that kitchen. You have to come here with the mindset to win. I'm just ready to show the world who I am. Only one chef can win the belt, the title, and the biggest prize in TOC history, $150,000. This is Tournament of Champions 5. Well, once they're through this round, those four fortunate chefs will join 28 others, including the winners of the last four seasons, to face Fieri's Randomizer, a giant ingredient picking slot machine. To get their hands on the $150,000 prize, they'll have to impress acclaimed judges, including Kat Cora, Rocco Despirito, Marcus Samuelson, and Andrew Zimmern. Tournament of Champions. The Qualifiers airs tonight at 8 on Food Network and is streaming on Max. All right, don't go anywhere. Our number one pick is coming up. What to Watch will be right back. Hey, everyone. I'm Sid Evans, editor-in-chief of Southern Living and host of Biscuits and Jam. Since 2020, I've been interviewing musicians, chefs, authors, and other Southern icons about their family traditions, their faith, their favorite meals, and of course, what it means to be Southern. And I'm excited to announce season five of our award-winning podcast. Join me every Tuesday for new conversations with some of the most interesting and influential Southerners around. Be sure to follow Biscuits and Jam wherever you get your podcasts. You can also find us online at southernliving.com slash biscuits and jam. Welcome back to EW's What to Watch. School is finally back in session. Abbott Elementary, our number one pick today, is returning for its third season, taking viewers back to the world of our favorite Philadelphia public school. And we're about to dive deeper than ever into the lives of these educators. Tyler James Williams, who stars as Gregory, tells us more during our recent Around the Table with the cast. The first one was getting to know the characters. Second season was digging into their lives. And it feels like now we're going into what's complicated about their lives. Yeah, It feels well, like good, we're Tyler. running into, okay, where do like, because everyone's life is complicated. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I think it's the, the complications of yeah. running and working at Abbott Elementary. Well, one major outstanding question is the future of Gregory and Janine's friendship following the season two finale where the two confessed their feelings for each other, but agreed to just be friends. The cast delves into what's to come. Let's take a listen. Janine's selfish choice was an unselfish choice. It was an unselfish choice. I actually do agree with that. 
I do. I actually do. I think there's like something to knowing where you are and what time in your life. Mm-hmm. And not, you think she knows where she is? Oh, she's oh, aware of where she is. But that's the point. She's How not in control of where she is and it feels shaky, but <laughs> I feel like she's aware of where she is. Let me say something that sounds mm. real smart. How's she going to know wow. where she going if she doesn't know where she is? That's why she didn't want to start the... You see what I'm saying? That's my point. She knew that if she that's went there, <laughs> if she went there, that's where she was gonna stay. I'm gonna meet someone this young, and this is gonna be it. He would have also it, been a rebound. Yes, fair enough. There's yeah. something really mature and when we say about he, knowing. You. I would just only bring chaos into your life. Mm-hmm. But why? That means she really likes you. That's, those are the real really? chaos agents. Those you are the real chaos. chaos into her life. No, no, you're like no, the steady the guy yeah. ever. Yes, yeah. but then there's something to knowing that, like, I, that's we're not in the place for that yet. I think it's like I'm separated by, by the shippers yeah, and the yeah, non-shippers. Yeah. 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 I think there might need a little chaos in your life. So we know how Stan. I know. When Janine said that. I, Cheryl was sitting next to me. She went, uh-uh. Oh, uh. <laughs> she does that all the time. I believe in those two. Oh, well, I, I know think that there that. is you, something. You can't do that. <laughs> you cannot do that. Cheryl's Cheryl <laughs> Ralph playing the, playing the part of American audience. Yeah, yeah. Okay, there it is. Because I believe in the two of them. They're young, they're immature, and I still say this, if they would get into some relationship therapy, if they would get oh into gosh. some individual <laughs> therapy, therapy they might make a wonderful couple. I don't know if it's just that I've been hanging out with Jacob too long, but I really feel like these characters are just so important to him. And Mm -hmm. so I think he believes fully in what Mm -hmm. you're doing and Mm -hmm. the decision that she makes to to step back. It feels really honest. You were friend first. But the guys, the bro thing, the bro code. (laughs) I think he takes it a day at a time. I think he's really hoping that these people who are so, you know, important to him will end up together. But I don't think he would ever, you Mm -hmm. know, meddle. Avid Elementary returns with a one-hour season premiere starting tonight at 9 on ABC. And if you want to hear more from the cast, including what's to come for other characters like Barbara and Ava and the cast's dream guest stars, be sure to check out our full Around the Table interview on the EW YouTube channel. And finally today, the answer to our trivia question. Before they were dating on the Connors, Johnny Galecki and Juliette Lewis played a brother and sister in what movie? Natural Born Killers, Cape Fear, or National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation? Well, all three films featured Lewis, but one of these is not like the others in more ways than having Galecki among its stars. Who can forget the pair playing bickering siblings in the backseat as Chevy Chase flipped off truckers in National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. And that is it for our show today. We'll have more news and must-see picks for you tomorrow, so be sure to follow or subscribe to What to Watch so you don't miss our daily recommendations, more of which can be found at EW.com. I'm executive editor Jared Hall. You can find us on X, formerly known as Twitter, at EW and at Jared Hall. Thanks for listening, and have a great day. This episode of What to Watch was written by Dustin Nelson, Maureen Lee Linker, and EW staff, edited by Sammy Junio, and hosted and produced by Jared Hall. What to watch.